have got to catch them all. Pokemon. You have to catch them all. Gotta catch them all. You have to collect every card. It's you and me. Every single card. I know it's my destiny. Holographic. All the toys. Every McDonald's toy that was ever put out. Every Funko pop figure. Every DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, you're my best friend. <laughs> In a world we must defend. Oh, welcome to... Whoa. <laughs> Why do people like anime? <laughs> I, was, I was like... I didn't, I didn't know that was coming. Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Or Why welcome for the first time, in case this is your first time listening. You're like, what do these losers think they know about Pokemon? <laughs> well, I'll tell not that, you, not that you sound like that. Unless you do. Unless you do, in which case, you know, we respect it. Right. <laughs> My name's Julie. My name's John and we're Michael two... Hill. My social security okay. number <laughs> six. Stop. <laughs> And we're two people that are dipping our toes into the world of anime mm. as adults. <laughs> yes. As adults, as I like to well say. Well into our 20s, we decided to dive to, deep into the world to go, of... what's this all about? What, what, do you, what are y'all talking about? What y'all talking about over here? Yeah. Anim- animes? Animes? Um, anime, plural. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, this week we're talking about Pokemon again. We are, but I'm also uh, I would I would like to uh, you know I'm I'm glad we're recording today because today's actually the 20th anniversary of uh, Spirited Away. Oh, and it's theatrical release. That's nice. Movie's 20 years old. Can That's almost, crazy. It's almost old enough to drink. 2001. 2001. What else came out in 2001? Um, something big happened that year. I feel like. Space Odyssey, two thousand one. Space yeah, Odyssey. That's true. Some something else. I can't remember. Came out a different year, but. What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel nothing. like you're trying to like send me coded messages that like only I would understand. Um, two thousand one. Bleed American, the Jimmy World album came out. All right. Slipknot's Iowa. Okay. Um, so you've got some facts. Yeah. Some facts and figures. So I saw my good friends, friends of the pod, Liz and Michael, over the weekend. Your and, friends. And they said, <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they spoke very highly of you. Oh. And listen, well, they that said case. that the, their, the biggest problem they had with the podcast is that sometimes we don't know something and we just don't even look it up. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. That's 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 part of the charm. That's That's why... <laughs> I mean, that's like just an excuse, that's, though. That's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said about the new uh, the new iPhone. Yeah. I I come in well prepared. Not really. Not really. I started, but like, theoretically, we could pause and look something up that we don't know. But instead, we just power through. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This is a one-take wonder, <laughs> this podcast. I think I think knowledge is overrated. I mean, okay. like... well... I, listen, like, this is a podcast by two people who do not purport to be experts. It's true. We do not purport in, in order to, to be experts. In order to really exemplify that, I feel like coming in with, like, a printout of a Wikipedia page <laughs> would run counter to oh. um, what we're doing. I, don't, I really, I genuinely like 
knowing as little as possible about the thing we watch. Oh, yeah, I, I, I agree to a certain extent. I think we could maybe do the base level of research before we start recording. No. We do sometimes have the information, the who done it, when was, did it happen, uh, you know, character sure. names. That would. That's usually. I, I think. The, I think that's the most the egregious. That bothers is, me. Is the character names and not knowing them. Yeah, Michael was like, literally, you don't know something, and then I Google it in the amount of time that you talk about not knowing what it was. Well, I'm holding a fucking microphone. Listen, my hands are my hands are tied. I'm I'm holding a microphone with one hand. My other hand is gesturing wildly at Julie, <laughs> trying to signal when I want to start speaking. All right, so listen, we ta- we li- we watched Pokemon I Choose You this week. We did. We have also done an episode on Mewtwo Strikes Back. We did. The original Mewtwo Strikes Back. But this, we watched the, the remake, right? This is... Uh, this is kind of like a modern... This is a retelling of... Retelling. Maybe the first five or so episodes. It's like... This came it, out in 2017. I'll, I'll say it's like a remix of the beginning of the Pokemon series. Yeah, so we we have been like low-key watching a couple episodes of the beginning of Pokemon, there are just, the show. There are just so many episodes of Pokemon that if we were to do one episode... I mean, I... I and it got me thinking. It got me thinking mm. because this is this is... This is... A problem or a, qu- a query, a question that I've had about anime that, you know, is is abundant in the anime world is the retelling of things right. in movie form. So, like, taking season one of uh, Madoka Magica or something, and then they put out a movie that tells the entire story of Madoka Magica season one, mm. but in a tightened up you know movie format right and i was like what is that Um, so i looked it up because i'm prepared oh and it seems like there was two reasons one cash grab (laughs) well yeah easy cash grab but realistically it's for uh Sometimes they put it out if season two is about to come out of something, and maybe it's been a while since season one, and you're like, am I really going to watch 100 hours of season one of this thing, or do I just watch the movie? You're going to watch the movie. Right. So it's more, it's kind of like a refresher, a refresher course. Yeah, that makes sense. Like previously on Pokemon. Yeah, and I would also say that specifically for this Poke, I mean, I think everything, um, I mean, obviously, money is the biggest reason for most of, like, these, like, quick remake things. But I would also say that, like, you know, I I think the most obvious reason is just, you know, introducing the main lore of a story to a younger generation who, I mean, what, (laughs) this this would be one I should have research with me. Um, Because, like, what, the, the original Pokemon series came out, what, like, 98? Definitely not 2017. Yeah, so like the, you know, the 97. So like if you're a kid born in 2010 mm-hmm. and you you're love... You're not going to have that. And you love Pokemon. 
natural experience. And you're seven years old in 2017. You need some kind of introduction to like yes. whoever the fuck Ash is and like so the whole world. That is the second reason that they gave for these movies that recap the series. It's like if you're just getting into something, but it's on like season 13 or 14 yeah. and you want to get into it, it's much less daunting to to have to watch a couple of movies than it is to start at episode one season one yeah i would also but like maybe you would right after watching the movies yeah for sure i mean and like the older i mean the what the first season of pokemon's like 50 something episodes so it's like <laughs> and it really doesn't you know we've we've watched maybe what 12 episodes of of the first season so far or so something like that um and i would say that like maybe three of them move the plot forward (laughs) you know what i mean like these these older anime are just so bloated (laughs) like there's no fucking reason for you know there to be an episode of ash battling some shithead (laughs) beating up his his own sand shrew or something right 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 like it has nothing to do i mean because it's like you have you have like so many episodes to build up ash and his character Especially, like, when you have, like, these gym challenges that are obviously, like, you know, representative of his growth or whatever. And then you have all these, like, filler episodes kind of sprinkled in. And, like, you know, like, I I understand it to some extent because, like, you want to see all the Pokemon. Yes. So, one thing you said when we were watching this movie yeah. was that it got the spirit of what you want out of, like, a Pokemon episode. Yeah. Which I think is show me the po- show me all the Pokemon, every single one. Yeah. Show, show Team Rocket, but not too much, just blasting off. Because I feel like Team Rocket almost wasn't in this movie at all. Yeah, they had, uh, they they did not really have a purpose in this movie. Just just to be you know, just, just to be like falling in a hole or getting yeah knocked off the mountain. You know. Before I, I think before we go into it, if I could like I think my. Yeah, I want I want to hear your 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 take on it. You know, sort of in a broad way, but like I would say that this uh, Pokemon the movie colon I choose you. <laughs> uh, I would say that the first three quarters of it are solid and maybe bordering on good. And the last quarter of the film is kind of everything that turns me off from current Pokemon media. Interesting. Yes. So I had, I was feeling really good about the movie up until one very specific moment, which if you've seen it, you probably know, you probably know what we're going to talk about, but I don't want to spoil it just yet. I just don't want to spoil it just yet, but it is very like straightforward and like telling the, like the emotional plugs of like the early, uh, Pokemon episodes. So, you know, the Charmander, the Butterfree, you know, yeah. like these are like moments, right? Getting the po- getting Pikachu, that, you know, Pikachu's an asshole. Bond, yeah, bonding with Pikachu and showing like Ash, Ash putting his neck out for Pikachu. You know, it's sort of like, it yeah. is very much like sticks to the script, I guess. Right. And then I will also say, I think it's a good looking version yeah, and I, I, it's one of the few instances where I feel like the reanimating it really makes it 
work better for oh totally the, the new younger audience yeah and but still it but doesn't changes it so much that it's like that's not pikachu that's not ash yeah i feel they like do, they do change the characters though so ash is ash but i was like oh is that supposed to be misty and where's brock right but they've so they've m- they've modernized it they, they chose two different companions. I think the boy's name is Sorrel, Sorrel, and then the girl's name is Verity. Right. And I, they, they're the, I feel like they were there, so that way, um, and this is the cynical part of the Pokemon Empire, they were there to, uh, you know, both modernize it and sort of not... Because the problem with Brock and Misty is that they're gym leaders, and that kind of creates... Like, you kind of have to address that to some point. Like, I, I think you can't necessarily have, like, a plot that's all Ash mm. if you have those characters just because I think there's, like, baggage. Mm. But I think the, the cynical reason those two characters are in this movie are to promote Pokemon from newer properties, mm-hmm. i.e. Piplup, the little... Uh, what is that? It's the little um, uh, penguin baby. Okay, got it. And Lucario, which is, like, the ninja like raccoon. new Pokemon. Yeah. Like we like we need to put the new Pokemon in so that you know we can promote the game. Yeah, like Lucario isn't like I I I'm not I don't think it's like a mascot Pokemon in the same way like Pikachu or like Charizard is, but like mm. it's weirdly like like Lucario is weirdly like kind of an important Pokemon for some reason. Like it seems like Pokemon really kind of pushes it in this like cuz it's I think it's in Smash Brothers. I think <laughs> right, right. You know, it's in it's in a bunch of the fighting games. It's sort of um, X and Y, the <laughs> first 3DS games. It's it's like pl- it's story wise important to the plot. It's somebody's favorite character. It's so- someone <laughs> someone high up at Pokemon really loves Lucario, or maybe it's just like a really popular Pokemon. It among, might it might be yeah it might like be. I think I think it could be that. I mean, it's got like a cool design. I guess it's like a ninja fox i guess raccoon it's like if pikachu's the cute one then but then jigglypuff is in yeah jigglypuff is in smash it's interesting who they pick yeah bowser that's my favorite pokemon Pokemon. (laughs) i think i think every every character in smash is a pokemon right right um but but you know to your point about the the reanimation improving the 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 product i would i i totally agree you know i think um i mean the the biggest thing about pokemon is you want to have like this world feel alive with pokemon right Mm. like you want to turn a corner in there to be and and i think it pulls it off really well like you know you have a bunch of like diglets like bumping around right um onyx just like onyx, yeah. it like turns out those rocks over there were onyx yeah and onyx is like chasing them around i well, love well, one thing we've talked about we i have to bring this up is that uh the sizes of pokemon yeah like, we never realized how big onyx was and i feel like now we know how big onyx is i love seeing pokemon in scale yes to stuff i feel like the games it's kind of hard to tell how big a pokemon is in yes. like the battle scenes yes. where like that's why like we haven't finished pokemon snap i think because i've just got distracted but like i like i from what i've played so far in pokemon snap i just like that like 
you turn and it's like a big giant head or something. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh man, our box huge. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like, oh look, it's it's slacking or right Snorlax or whoever. A horse is the size of the horse. Yeah, you know? like it's it, it makes sense. I mean, there's like that big slowpoke plush, and it's supposed to be like life size, and it's like way bigger than I would think slowpoke would think slowpoke is. Slow is. Like, yeah, he's, he's a big boy. Yeah, I think Pokemon now. I mean, if you think about like seeing it on Game Boy, it was like you only had so many pixels yeah. to like convey how like what the characters were. Yeah, totally. Whereas now, like with the Switch and the world building and the animation that we have today, it's it's a lot. Uh, like we've got the tricks down to yeah. <laughs> to be able to scale things a little better. Yeah, totally. Like as stupid as it is, like I love how big some Pokemon are. Mm, mm-hmm. I just, you know. Okay, is this the first Pokemon movie that showed Pokemon actually evolving? Um I'm sure it's happened in other movies. I mean, I don't think it I don't think any Pokemon evolved in the first movie. But there have been so many that it it must have I just feel like I've never seen this kind of animation where they're like actually like changing like how they do it in the games where yeah. they like gl- start glowing and and pulsating and then right. they turn into Charmeleon or whatever yeah. <laughs> or whoever it is. I mean in this it's Charizard and they do Metapod and and all that. Yeah. But they actually like animate it happening Animorph style. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> With like glowing effects and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, I feel like I've never seen this happen in it, like animated like this. It's yeah. always been this kind of quick thing. In the cartoon, it's like just like a big flash. Or a flash it, of light, yeah. Yeah, and then it turns into the next Pokemon. Uh, I mean, the story of the movie, just really quick. Ash Ketchum is 10 years old. He wants to become a Pokemon master. He's <laughs> late for his appointment. Gets stuck with Pikachu. Mm. They don't get along. They're attacked by a bunch of uh, Spiro. Spiro, yeah. Um, the birds. Yeah, the evil Pidgeys, <laughs> the bad Pidgeys. Um, Pikachu defends them. They're good. And they instantly bond. They instantly bond, and then the intro hits. Like the they they did like a re- redo of the uh, classic. Yeah, yeah. Theme. You get like a montage of him catching Caterpie and stuff. Uh, ends up at a. Oh, and it, also he sees Ho-Oh, which happened in um, in the, the show. Like, you see Ho-Oh, the big uh, magical chicken phoenix Pokemon. Chicken phoenix. He looks like a... He, he looks, can be a phoenix. Yeah. He doesn't have chicken-like qualities. He's got some chicken-like he's qualities the, about him. He's the mystical phoenix Pokemon that's yeah. at the end of the rainbow. I love Ho-Oh. Oh? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I I love Ho Ho. I like I love Ho Hos. I love Ho Ho and Lugia. I I think they're my two favorite big birds. Um, he sees <laughs> he sees Ho Ho at the beginning after Pikachu saves him, and he gets a rainbow wing from him. A feather. Feather. Uh, so yeah, there's a montage. Um, yeah, they do kind of like speed through a couple things. Yeah. Of of Ash like training and catching Caterpie. Yeah, like catching these Pokemon and. But they do the Charmander scene. Right, that happens. The that, abandoned Charmander. That happens later, you know. So, like, the the story picks up. They're at, uh, Ash is at, like, a Pokemon Center. Um, they hear a, uh, 
somewhere in the forest, like uh, there's a, a mythic, mystical Pokemon. He find he sees that it's Entei, the big fire dog. Tries catching it to no avail. Entei runs away, becomes friends with the two replacement Ash and or <laughs> Misty with a, and Brock, Verity and Sorel. Um, yeah, and so then he's he's hanging out with uh, Verity. Wait, can I can I interrupt just for a second just to say why why I think they switched it to Verity and Sorel? Please. I think it's because so like Missing Brock were just gym leaders and they had like a little bit of a of a backstory, but not like they did. They did it was yeah. but it was personal, not related to Pokemon. Whereas these two characters have a very pokemon related backstory yeah that's true that is specific to the pokemon world like sorrel's in particular is and and he doesn't even he's like i don't want to be a pokemon master i'm trying to be a pokemon historian a pokemon professor professor and it's like that's not even an option in the games like you're training pokemon to be the best right to catch yeah, them all like that's em. that's always been the goal whereas this character is introducing a whole different side where he doesn't even care to capture them he just wants to observe and it's very science-based yeah. and and wants to hang out with them yes he's like i want to experience them in nature and he has this little backstory moment not to jump ahead but he has this backstory moment where he's talking about a pokemon that died <laughs> yeah <laughs> to, like protecting him it's fucked and i was so shook because i was like i thought pokemon like i thought it was not a thing that we talked about like pokemon always almost die <laughs> they just faint but i mean realistically they must die they d- they de- uh pokemon in death uh it it comes up sometimes and when it does come up i feel like it's a very it's like integral to the plot um but i've always thought it was like we push it to the side like we don't yeah. talk about like we are battling animals basically yeah. you know we're, we're having cockfights but but that uh, but it's not the same because they they it's a friendship thing and they don't die so yeah they don't die in these uh, horrible battles right with superpowers and poisons and all of this crazy stuff yeah but like all of a sudden in this movie they're like and that pokemon protecting me i mean they don't say it but it was like he died they like show him frozen yeah this like big i forget which pokemon it was uh luxray yeah and then the other girl um verity verity her whole thing is that she's like living in her mother's foot like shadow or something. Yeah. And her mom I forget if her mom was like a Pokemon master or if she was just like famous or Yeah. I forget. She also had the uh the the full evolution of Piplup. Right. It's hanging out. So, I mean, hers wasn't as, like... It wasn't as, like, emotional as... Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was, sti- it, it was still, like, you know... You know, her, she kind of felt like... And maybe we can get into this, but she kind of felt like Girl Ash to me. 
Mm. Yeah. Like she was also trying to, you know, be the best. Be the best. Whatever was. She uh yeah. So anyways, I I just think it's interesting and I wonder if they'll ever put out a game where you can choose your path or whatever or uh like you you can either do the the classic Pokemon Ash catch them all be the be the master or you know you can study and do the f- the photos and and become yeah. like a great teacher or professor I feel like uh sword and shield sort of pushed the the formula forward a little bit just in the sense of like you know I, I think the 3DS games had like a shorter version of this but like I, I I mean my favorite part about like the newer games is just like the camp mode like mm-hmm. where you just hang you, you can feed them and like play with them make recipes feed them curry there's like a whole part of the game where that's, you can just buy ingredients and yeah. try to get the recipes that's like the best part of the game like I don't <laughs> I, like I, I think the the mechanics of Pokemon is fun to a certain point for me, but like, you know, I'm not I'm not like playing on and like granted I know there's like a lot of people who like min max and you know play competitively <laughs> and all that and there's definitely like that, but like after a certain point like I kind of don't give a fuck about Pokemon, um in terms of like the battling <laughs> stuff, like I wish I could just kind of hang out with them more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like you're not alone in that desire. Yeah. So, like, what if you could just, like, do full, like, just Pokédex it and not have to capture any of them? And that could be, like, a whole different achievement. Like, it, it's almost like that formula of, like, now you can play the game twice. You can yeah. do the, the Pokémon Master. Because I think that's the thing that they're trying to do is make the games even bigger and bigger. Right. Then... Yeah, just like the, the storyline that you have to follow. There's like that sky, like I think it's supposed to be like Breath of the Wild, but for Pokemon coming out, which mm. you know, time will tell if it's good. I'm not. I'm sort of. I'm. Ex- I'm interested in playing it. I am a little hesitant, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but to the to the movie, I so my main issue, and I think this is like sort of. I I kind of alluded to it earlier that like I have this issue with like a lot of Pokemon media, but like. And this is this is very much like a personal taste thing, I think, mm. to some extent. But like, I think, uh, I think that like the the core appeal of Pokemon to me is, you know, the kind of gaining emotional connection to the Pokemon and sort of, you know, going around training it and and kind of gaining that. You know, increase like in getting to know the Pokemon better, getting to meet more Pokemon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think that the least interesting thing to me in the whole Pokemon lore is when they create, like, when they have like these Pokemon with like insane powers and like reality bending uh, abilities and stuff, mm. or like when the the story becomes like, oh no, this thing's gonna end the world. Or like, oh no, Pokemon are gonna destroy all of the other po like <laughs> I, I lose interest. You know what I mean? Like I think if you look at like the first game, you can go throughout the entire game without ever encountering like a legendary Pokemon. Right. If you so chose, like you can you can play the game within the realms of like what's capable for or like what's possible for like a regular trainer and then as like the games progress you kind of get railroaded into like having to interact with like the legendary pokemon but like 
I, like every you know we're we're going through like the the different pokemon movies on netflix and like everyone was like ash and team versus you know the 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 mega reality pokemon or the super time f- manipulative pokemon yeah like all like all the like legendary end game pokemon just kind of meld together after a while and i feel like the the this like the pokemon the movie colon i choose you <laughs> it was doing really well because like it, it it got the like the whole movie was around like you know like the beginning the beginnings of ash as a trainer and like getting experiences to know, yeah his experiences getting to know pikachu getting to know these other trainers you know being in the world of pokemon you know i i mean i like i like him run like just you know seeing ho-oh fly away or like seeing entei in the forest like if it's it's limited to that then like yeah like that's that's fine like i i think it's i think it's cool that like there are these you know i think when the the pokemon are played in a way where it's like oh you know these are it's it's like a legend that these things exist like Mm -hmm. you're not you know you're not for sure like certain that it's a real thing or whatever like i like i like there to be some kind of mystery and and everything but then like like the end of the movie you know he has like this feather and then like there's this other evil pokemon who like gets a hold of it and like uses it for fucking evil mm. instead of summoning ho-oh and it just you know all the some po- shadow pokemon some shadow pokemon and all some the- <laughs> dickhead named cross yeah i mean like like i think like cross should have like, so like cross is charmander's original trainer who abandons charmander for being too weak right. like that's like those are like perfect stakes for like a like a first Pokemon movie is like mm-hmm. showing this dickhead the ways of Pokemon and it, it like almost gets like, you know, they have a final battle with him and stuff and it's like, yep. that should be the movie. But then there's all this like other bullshit with like, you know, the evil shadow Pokemon and Ho's feather and stuff. Well, I'm and not going to lie. It, it totally, it, lo- it, it fucking lost, lost me. me. Yeah. I, I wasn't really sure what was going on. And then spoiler, Ash dies. Yeah, Ash dies. That's right. And then... And then Pikachu... Spoiler. <laughs> Pikachu, Pikachu speaks, speaks English. <laughs> speaks the words. Says some real corny shit. Says, I want to be with you forever because I like you or something. It's so stupid. And <laughs> frankly, all right, I, I know I've talked about this before, but uh, Detective Pikachu, I didn't see it. And I didn't want to see it, and I still don't want to see it, because I don't understand the appeal of Pikachu talking. When we watched Mewtwo Strikes Back, and Ash dies in that one too, by the way, and Pikachu just has a single sparkly tear, and he's trying to electrocute Ash back to life, that had the most emotional heightened drama of any childhood movie that I've seen. Yeah. Maybe ever. They go and it gets me every time. And then in this one, Pikachu says that I love you and we're going to bring you back now. It's so, yeah. And it's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, you can... You. <sighs> I think I literally said, oh, okay. <laughs> you were like, what? I was like, oh, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah, it was. it was really bad. And that's when I knew that this movie was unsuccessful. 
Yeah, it like it, it was it, fine. It sucks. I don't mean to. I'm I'm being a little dramatic. No, but like I I would agree <laughs> in that. I think the movie could have been like good, and I you know I think like three quarters in I was like wow, this Not is bad. This is pretty good. Yeah, this is maybe a good movie, and then you it, said it had the spirit of. Yeah, like, it it really captures, like, the spirit of, like, what I like about Pokemon and what I think is, like, fun about it, (laughs) which is just show us a bunch of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. You know? (laughs) Like, it's, it's, like, not that, like, I feel like the the appeal of Pokemon isn't that complicated. It's, like, these things look fun, and I like them. Here's the problem with Pikachu. I want to meet him. Yeah, I want to meet him, too. Here's the problem with Pikachu's speaking talking and it's the same reason with detective pikachu like the whole point of pokemon the franchise the series whatever is to be able to i mean if you think about them literally as pets or something like that or animals in nature uh that you need to protect and and you can create bonds with and you know that type of thing like if you eliminated all of the (laughs) <laughs> this sort of like magical elements to it it would be a very simple tale about bonding with animals and 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 that is something totally capable you're totally capable of doing yeah. look at homeward bound look at Ooh. you know all these dog movies where people have strong bonds with a dog and uh, look look at look at uh, uh you know jimmy in the well what are you saying? Look at, I mean, look at your own relationships with animals. Or, I mean, even, I, I feel like the the reason it it doesn't work is because, like, I feel like, um, like, one of the, one, like, the whole things that, like, po- I think Pokemon tries to, like, teach or something is, like, the, you know, every, like, everyone has, like, a non-verbal connection to the Pokemon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, and like. And they a, can understand each other despite not being able to talk to each other yeah yeah that's like what and and they you know you show that in in pikachu crying and trying to bring ash back yes like that would have been if it was just pikachu trying to save ash and not like fucking speak yeah and it's why the one thing that got us both in this movie was the butterfree scene. Yeah. Because it's completely without words. It's like when you give a child actor too many lines. Yeah. It's the same problem. It's like the more that you tell them to say, the less likely you are to get kind of like a genuine reaction out of a child who maybe isn't like a great actor yet. But, you know, you can tell them in the scene, like, you know. Yeah. This is what you're, you're just going to say yes. Totally. Or whatever. Yeah, this uh, watching this really uh, dredged up how emotionally crushing uh, Butterfree's departure was for me as a child in the uh, original <laughs> series. I, mean, I remember, I remember, you know, that really getting me as a kid, and I think I even had like a book that was just like a retelling of that episode. It's so, it's so simple. It's a, such a simple thing. Like you grow up with somebody, you, they're your original friends. And then they find something that is obviously for them, is obviously something that's drawing them away from you. And they'll stay if you want them to. But realistically, if you're a good friend, it's that whole, like, if you love them, let them go type thing. Yeah. And, but also, like, in life, you're going to have to say goodbye to people that it's just, it's just time. 
you know. Goodbye, Butterfree. And Butterfree has, like, everything is pointing to Butterfree should go be with the Butterfree. <laughs> with the girl Butterfree. And with his his new girl Butterfree friend. <laughs> yeah. And it's emotional, and it's yeah. and it doesn't mean it's not sad because everybody cries, you know. Yeah. But it, like, it's gonna be sad. Simple, simple story, simple tale. You don't need to complicate. Like that's the that is the spirit of Pokemon is the unspoken, <laughs> but very serious Connection. stories. Yeah. 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 It's uh. How do you explain something to a kid? That is very serious and sad, but is part of life. Yeah. And I think that's like kind of the, the, the point too is like, you know, I mean, I think it's like at a certain point as a kid, you understand like language, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I, I feel like, you know, and it's hard for me to like truly like really recollect like that experience. But I think like it wasn't until like maybe I was like eight or so that I could fully keep up with like every conversation happening, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, you know, if you're making kids media, I think like, you know, and you're, you, when you, when you're able to show emotion in that way, in a nonverbal way, that's like understandable, I think is a powerful thing. Yeah. You know, I think that's why, like, I, I don't think anyone ever like praised like the Lion King for its dialogue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, like, there's, certainly there's dialogue and, and songs and lyrics and stuff, but, like, you know, you, you, you get, like, if you were to watch The Lion King and you had it, like, muted, right, you would understand everything that's happening. Right. You know, and even if you didn't understand what they were saying. Right. Whereas, like... And it's the power of, like, Entei, all of the scenes with Entei showing its dominance so and yeah. showing you know it's like regal you get everything right. from from the animation like you that the animation is the storytelling yeah and i i think like i, I would i would apply the same thing to this where it's like I, yeah like you know that's where the, the 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 movie shines and i think for that first three quarters you could understand probably everything that's happening if you had it muted yeah and then it gets into like it's like what the fuck is happening with these like weird purple lights i mean i guess i guess it's not that hard to understand but it's it it's it, just unnecessary it's just unnecessary and it's like you don't you don't need the fucking world to end in every goddamn movie <laughs> you know what i mean like it doesn't that doesn't have to be like the the stakes yeah you know what i mean like cuz like being a kid is fucked up enough yeah. You know what I mean? And and maybe Pokemon was never about like the teenager childhood experience, but I think it is. It's a coming think, of age story. I think it's I think at its core, Pokemon is about finding your identity to some extent, and it's like about moving away from home. It's about friendship. Yeah. It's about forming meaningful bonds. Yeah. In your life. And I think like uh, I I've been I've been a long believer in that like the things you experience as like a kid or a teenager are all like you don't have to add melodrama to everything because like things are are, are already seem like massive you know what i mean so like i i think ash like trying to find himself or like prove to himself that like love is the answer and as opposed to 
do you believe in life after love? <laughs> As opposed to like treating your Pokemon cruelly. Like I think that's way more of a, I don't know, that, that would be like way more of a powerful story than, you know. But yeah. I, I mean, I also understand that Pokemon is a product and you got to show the fucking, <laughs> I don't know, the powerful Pokemon or whatever. How, how did you feel about uh, in Sword, Sword and Shield, the Gigantamaxing oh, and uh, the... Like that's kind of what I'm thinking of listening to you talk about like the the like now you must battle the giant mystical unbeatable It's like every new Pokemon game adds in like a gimmick that you know Charizard or whoever gets like a new form or something. Mm. So it's all like it, it just it just it's very gimmicky to me and I don't think it really improves like the Pokemon experience. Um yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, you know like that like the the battling stuff was the least interesting stuff to me in the Pokemon, the new Pokemon games. Yeah. Like, I I, I... I agree, and I feel like I stand by if they expand... If they didn't introduce a single new Pokemon in the next game, and it was just purely like, now you can do different things in this world... Yeah. ...than just follow the, the you know, gym battle sequence... As we usually do, right? I feel like that would be a a winning, a winning formula. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can still do that, but to have like the option to like pursue different paths. Yeah. Different quests, if you will. Let me let me have go on a picnic what, with the Pokemon. What was that? What was the the video game where like you could make good and evil choices and it would affect your character or something? It's like that's a few games. Uh. You're talking about Fable? Yeah, I'm talking about Fable. Yeah. Like, let's let's turn it into Fable, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just, I don't know why I'm thinking about the game so much, but I think because the scenery in this was obviously pulling from the world building that the game, that that game did. It definitely pulls from like, you know. Just that wide shot. Yeah, I don't. You know, I think I, I like that it felt kind. Of, you know, I mean, he he battles the cerulean or not cerulean. Um, Cel he battles the celadon Jim. Uh, is it Fuchsia? I forget the uh, the leader's name. Is it Fuchsia? in the movie? Yeah, With the rainbow badge. Yeah, I guess the rainbow badge badge. Rainbows pop up frequently in this film. Yeah. Very rainbow centric because they have to go to the end of the rainbow to find Oho and he's got the rainbow feather and he's going to be the rainbow hero. Erica, that's the. And he gets the rainbow badge. Yeah. So what's that all about? <laughs> I don't know. Rainbows are cool. Is it just rainbows are cool? I think so. I was briefly talking about this, not super seriously, but I do wonder sometimes if uh, I had two. I have two queries. I wonder a little bit if Ash is supposed to be a little bit gender ambiguous, so that you know, even if you're like a girl watching the show, you can see yourself in Ash. Yeah. Like I don't think that they're like they like wrote him that way, but and he's obviously a boy or whatever. Um, but I do, I mean, he's like literally like canon is he's a boy, but he's got sort of like, like I could see you arguing that he's like a tomboy mm. 
And I feel like the girl in this was kind of tomboy too, a Verity. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I just wondered if if that was kind of like a mar- like when they were creating this character, if it was. And it's what vo- he uh, Ash is voiced by a woman, like most yeah. of the time, which I, I guess is not uh, incredibly uncommon in in anime. No, but and I think it, it definitely. It definitely kind of uh, helps that in a way. I think, um, yeah, I, th- I, I think... Uh, I wanted to be Ash watching the... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just so that you can see yourself in the character. Right. He's very, like, culturally ambiguous, very... Yeah. Like, the name a, Ash is sort of could be... Could be Ashley. Could be Ashley. Ashley could, could be, be a boy's name, too. Ashton, you know, very... Ashton. I don't know. And then my second question was, how come Pikachu never evolves? Do you know? Uh, I don't think he wants to evolve. Because it happens spontaneously. Well, it seems the, like it happens spontaneously. So in the game, you have to get... I, I think it. I think they kind of did it for plot reasons. So in the game, if you want to evolve Pikachu, you have to give him a Thunderstone. Okay. So I think when it, when it, when it comes in the show, it's like, you know, he... So a- Ash eventually battles Lieutenant Surge, and he has a Raichu. Like, he has the mm-hmm. Pikachu evolution. So, like, for for Ash to evolve Pikachu into a Raichu, right, he has to purposely decide uh, Pikachu becoming more powerful is important to me. I see. You know, so it's like, it, it's kind of like a moral quandary in that sense. Like, mm. if you want a Raichu, you have to... You have to actively decide to level them up into. <laughs> Got it. As opposed, you know, as opposed to like, oh, it just like naturally happening, like happening and being a part of like the Pikachu lifespan. Yeah, because it seems like with Char, uh, with um, uh, yeah, Charmander and right, like that, it just like happens in battle. So I was like, how come Pikachu doesn't just like hit level fifty or whatever <laughs> and turn yeah. into Raichu? Because Pikachu obviously ends up very powerful by, you know, from, you know, battling so much. I mean, Pikachu, like, fucking destroy, like, beats the hell out of everyone at the end of the movie. Yeah. Pikachu is probably the most powerful Pokemon in the world based on pure plot strength. I mean, yeah. He knocks Snorlax up into the air with just a strike of his tail or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, that was... Okay, so I'm glad that you knew because I was very much confused by that. I, just, I also didn't realize until I played this most recent game, Short Sword and Shield, that most Pokemon only have two evolutions, yeah. not three. I thought they all had three versions of each one. So that's why I was like, this is, this is too many, too many. Yeah, not yeah, not every Pokemon has uh three forms. Yeah. I mean some Pokemon Only the coolest you know, ones. they can they can branch out. Snorlax doesn't evolve. Yeah. He's just Snorlax. And then some don't Although Snorlax evolve has at like all. a pre evolution. Munchlax. Okay. Munchlax well, kinda sucks. I'm not a fan. Okay. He he only grows into his own I've never heard of Munchlax. He's like a... he's like a bear he doesn't really look like snorlax i think that's part of like it's like it's like someone made a different pokemon but um Hmm. like 
I don't know. If you if you like Munchlax more than Snorlax, you're like. <laughs> they were like, what if we turned? They were like, well, we can't make Snorlax any bigger. <laughs> make a laxer. What if we made baby Munch, baby Snorlax? What if we? What if it was like most most of the? Yeah. yeah. A cuter, smaller version. I feel like I had some point to make, but I can't remember it. Was it about the the plot? Um, oh, yeah, it was. Uh, like, and this is like my personal taste, you know, I, I think maybe. But like, I think it's, you know, like in talking about the stakes of this movie, like I like the moments where, you know, all the primates were like just like throwing them in the air. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> like obstacles like that where it's like this thing is clearly affecting the characters like they're getting thrown right. into the air and they have to get out of the situation like or that, onyx panicking and or, yeah, chasing or onyx after them. chasing them around like those are like those are like i feel like you know when you're when you're having a movie that's supposed to like establish the main character like those are solid obstacles or conflicts to have in the movie right you know what i mean and then having that lead to like a final conflict with like this dickhead trainer and showing him love being the answer and not yeah. you know seeking power or whatever and just having it be like charizard getting his comeuppance on his old trainer yeah but then also like making peace with him and you know and him learning that's like that seems like a, st a strong enough story if you like you know you can have them battle in a stadium or something I don't know have it be like the all <laughs> the amateur trainer invitational and have like Lance and the Elite Four looking over it and like I mean if it's know. like a beginning storyline yeah it doesn't have to be like you're the ultimate hero I guess I, I, I guess people like the fantasy elements though of Pokemon to some de degree. Someone's got to like it. I mean, I'm sure I, I I would I would imagine I'm probably in the minority of like sort of being uh you're like simplify. Yeah, I'm I'm mostly indifferent to like the legendary pokemon. Like oh, when really? It, yeah, like, I was about to say like, but I do love the legendary pokemon, these sort of like mystical, but I feel like they should always be sort of uncatchable and yeah. more powerful, kind of like greek gods or something like that right where they're like untouchable but they sort of like are you know contribute to the sort of mystical elements of the world the yeah. world i think uh whenever like whenever i play the games like i never use the legendary pokemon in my party i feel like it cheapens it yeah it's like i <laughs> like especially like the I forget what it's called, but like the weird, it's it's like a almost like a space parasite in Sword and Shield. Uh, for I the, the thing you win at the end, you have to like you like battle this like s robot snake thing. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Like, like, oh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna use this Pokemon in the fucking finals. It's fun to get that Pokemon and then go camp with your new pokemon and it's like and you just have like them, yeah. you snorlax the big robot snake thing that's funny yeah <laughs> you're like okay <laughs> yeah i don't know it's like it just doesn't feel like it belongs it doesn't feel like organic enough and i know that there's like metal and rock type and stuff and i don't mean like that this can't be part of it 
it just doesn't feel like it's in the same universe yeah it just yeah i think that's sort of what it is for me like i i I like i like pokemon being like you know like i i don't think i can be like am i can i be friends with a a fucking (laughs) like a dark rye or like a (laughs) deoxys you know what i mean like these pokemon are are like they look like final fantasy bosses like they don't look like I don't know, but that's, I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure if like test audiences or whatever, love the legendaries. I'm just, I'm most, aside from, aside from Lugia and Ho-Oh, because I, I think they're funny and I, I like, I really like the <laughs> Eternatus. Yeah. Eternatus. Like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I, I mean, so ugly. I, I like that Lugia is like this big, this big, sweet bird. And the, the 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 backstory of Lugia is very heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you like Lugia because of the creator and yeah. all that, all the lore behind it. Look it up if you're unfamiliar. It's really good. Yeah, there's a good video on YouTube about it. Look, the creation of Lugia. Yeah. Would recommend. Yeah. Man, but what a good series, and like. I guess at the end of the day, I am glad that it carries on into yeah. sort of a new realm of discovery amongst the youths of today. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I th- know. I I think in in terms of um of like all the media franchises and stuff, or like you know video game series, I I think that. Pokemon is generally like a positive force in the universe. Yeah, yeah. I would like I would say Fortnite is like a negative force. <laughs> Call of Duty, Halo. We don't really What does it really contribute? I, mean, like, I think I think Fortnite is is like a it's it's it it, it, it is truly cre- it, it was it, it feels like it is made to make money like with its cash shop and stuff right like if you buy like i mean granted pokemon had like there's an expansion for it which you know i think isn't great but like if you buy pokemon the game you you get to play the whole like you can catch catch them all catch a lot of pokemon you can catch them all can't quite catch them all okay (laughs) because you you would need the other version but like you get you get a sizable adventure out of it can i say this i think pokemon will transcend time and space because of the kind of like duality of it like being able to like the the cuteness and the funny and the the quaint and sweet stuff and the butterfree stuff yeah and also get to battle and do all the sort of machismo uh you know, because like at the end of the day, it is like a battle game where you get to level up and yeah, and totally <laughs> attack things and fight and think strategy and that kind of yeah. Thing. No, I mean it's um, it is a deceptively complex game for sure. Yes. Um, and it's it's as I think the games are about as complex as you want to get with them. Like if you want to go full on like full min- tilt full tilt and like make like a competitive team and play against other people and have like you know yeah, strategize that's available. that's available or if you just want to like you know play through the story and, and camp and and use the pokemon you think that look the coolest play fetch yeah yeah 
and cook curry. I think I think it, I think uh, I hope the the new Pokemon learns from Bug Snacks, except for the last part of Bug Snacks. Yeah. Just like, you know, let me like let me be in a first person environment and then just like catch them. Yeah. Can you imagine just like getting to run like a little Pokemon farm or that'd be great. I'm very interested in like a quest based game where you can sort of take on different different missions that push you further down different paths. I mean, just like imagine like Animal Crossing, but like with Pokemon. Because I think what's missing with the Pokemon games is like not getting able to choose your your place in in the world outside of being yeah a trainer totally i like i like games that let you if you want to be like a just like another guy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like what if pokemon (laughs) snap uh you know regular pokemon and some sims version (laughs) of pokemon were all like mashed into one game yeah that'd be the dream make a game so I don't know why did you why John why do people okay not you specifically mm. but why do people like I choose you Pokemon the movie Pokemon colon, the I choose movie you. I choose you um I mean it was it was like I said like I think the first three quarters were good and I think that you know if you have any kind of connection to the original show like I think it it cap it it hits the I think the biggest beats of like the beginning of the first season are Ash meeting Charmander and like helping him and like Butterfree leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like if if you were like even before seeing this movie, like if you were to like, you know, put a gun to my head and make me pick. You <laughs> always say that. <laughs> I like I like using it in instances it's completely <laughs> unnecessary. Um, but yeah, like gun to my push to my temple <laughs> Stop. someone screaming at me to pick the the two most emotionally uh intensive moments of the first season of pokemon i would choose ash meeting and befriending charmander and, and saving him and then yeah like butterfree going away and so like you know it hits on that and i think it's you know it's fun to remember that and i think it's you know if you're coming into this and you've just totally dropped out like hypothetically like if you just like watched the original show and played like the first generation and moved on with your life and decided that this wasn't for you i think this movie would be like enjoyable or if you're just like a you fucking could show this to your kids yeah like it's definitely a kid's movie I'm saying. um but yeah like i mean and if you're the torch and if you're like a pokey freaker like if you're if your entire reality subsists of Pokemon, you know, then you get to see a lot of Pokemon, and that's fun. Why yeah, do you think people you, like? And you can laugh about Pikachu talking and saying the corniest thing Pikachu could ever say. I will say, I think I think Pikachu is a little too slim in this movie. Yeah, not I like not a, a, not a chunky Pikachu. I like a nice plump like Pikachu. I feel like people people would like this because you can show it to like the kids today <laughs> and sort of relive the things that you liked about Pokemon without having to deal with the complaint of it looking old or yeah. looking, you know, rough around the edges like like mom this doesn't look like Steven Universe, you know, where are all the blobby? It's like no, you're going to like it cuz it's cute. 
and look at all the cute Pokemon. And I think it would be successful in that. But yeah. I and you know what? It didn't even bother me the whole you know rainbow hero feather story. And I think it opens up good possibilities for where the kind of franchise could go in the future. Yeah. Um, and it, I think I have a new understanding for <laughs> the the recap movies, although I don't mm. have a lot of desire to watch recap movies. Maybe like if yeah. we went back to watch like Attack on Titan season two at this point, I would be intrigued to watch a recap movie. <laughs> yeah. Because I, mean, I kind of don't remember what happened. It's incredible to me that like there's like, you know, like with Evangelion, there's that one movie that is is literally just like a like clips from the show. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, just, there's tons of movies like that. <laughs> they put exists. that in a theater and they're like, fuck you, watch this movie. There you go, watch this. Yeah. Yeah. I love Pokemon. I, I Who think, doesn't? Yeah, I think... I, Anyone across the uh, all around the world, you could say, "What's your favorite Pokemon?" And somebody would they would have like at least a basic answer. Yeah, I think I think Pokemon are generally like a a good. I think th- like a good thing. A good thing, you know. I think there's like I said, like I think there's, I think there are, are there's there's certain media out there that is like an is not a positive on. Yeah. I, I genu- like I genuinely don't know what the positive of Fortnite is <laughs> I, I guess really like bothering you i mean i guess you can like build stuff and there's something creative in that but i don't think it's anything i feel like a lot of games are really focused on sort of like reaction timing and yeah uh sort of uh i'm wiggling my hand around like you know the tactical what's the word i'm looking for you know your tactile ability your, your dexterity your, your tactical abilities dexterity sort of like your it like being impressive and your speed and agility to do certain yeah. things i feel like i think i think hand-eye coordination is grossly overrated as a, an ability i feel like the, or or, the older i get the more i realize how bad my hand-eye coordination really is yeah, but you and can you can get through life being uncoordinated. I guess. Like you can't. I don't think you can. Like. And I think my hand-eye coordination is decent. I just feel like compared to the children of today, compared to me, and compared to pe- people like you and people like you who grew up playing video games, <laughs> don't I don't have quite the same speed. Yeah. And precision. <laughs> I mean, yeah kind of insane i think there's like i i think and yet i have such good handwriting i think if you played if you got really into halo 2 when that game came out and you you had an xbox and an internet connection <laughs> i think you would be great at games uh if you're great at games please leave us a five-star review on itunes and follow us on instagram at why do people like anime and next week we're going to this week was kind of a dud we kind of had to pull one out last minute julie had to go dress shopping had to go on a shopping my wedding dress yeah yeah i stayed home and watched um the movie surf two uh four times string samurai six string samurai other other fallout new vegas movies i think we should start streaming again we should pick back up hey i'm you know i'm ready ready when you are
babe. Okay. But next week we're going to get back into it. And you'll only know if you're in the know. If you know, if you, you know. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, follow us at Why Do People Like Anime on Instagram. Send us an email, too. I like talking to people. Yeah, Why Do People Like Anime at gmail.com. Um, you got anything else? No. I was Who's gonna, your favorite Pokemon? Um, I mean, probably Snorlax. Yeah. Same. I, I mean, I like I like a lot of different Pokemon. I mean, what Pokemon are you most like? Um, probably Snorlax. Okay. <laughs> um, what, what Pokemon am I most like? Um, Oddish. Oddish. You always say that. I don't see it. I want I want to be a Tangula or something like Tangula? that. Tangula. Yes. Mm. It's just my hairstyle. Man, this is gonna take me. Uh, you know what? Next week, I I will have an answer Re- to that question. Back? Yeah. All right, great. Goodbye, everybody. So long. Drive safe.